welcome to our podcast. This is Tea Time with the Psychos. Our vision for this podcast is to highlight mental health issues and topics while also having a bit of fun. (laughs) Um, I'm Caitlin Keneally. I'm a psychotherapist and soon-to-be author. Uh, More details to follow throughout the season on that venture. And I'm Elizabeth Nelson, a mental health advocate and soon-to-be therapist in training. Yes. Uh, To receive our monthly newsletter, head over to our website, Tea Time with the Psychos, um, and enter your email, actually. Uh, This will help you stay updated with all our new and exciting things. Yes. (laughs) And this season, season two, um, theme is about community. Yes. So So thank thank you you for joining joining us. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Look, this is our first time mm-hmm. recording ourselves. Yeah, so we have been doing research and uh, getting feedback, and people want to see our faces. Yeah. <laughs> I, so here you go. Yeah, you're requiring me to follow my hair wash days now, which obviously didn't happen today. I'm good. I'm good. I got my hair done yesterday. Oh, that so. doesn't count. It's unfair. Yeah, that's good. No, yeah. But it's beautiful. Bit. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. It'll last a, a little bit here, but probably next time we record it, I might be in the same place that she is at um so truthfully obviously with our podcast we want to evolve and make it grow and meet our clients and people that are listening so here you go here here are our mugs um if you've never seen them before oh yes oh we oh yeah Mm -hmm. we'll have a story yes I have coffee in mine and Liz has tea so what what's the tea oh I picked um ginger Turmeric ginger, yep. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, probably one of my favorites. So, um, bear with us as this is our first one. Uh, and uh, welcome. Yes, welcome. <laughs> you'll still be able to hear us, but now you'll be able to see us as yes. well once we get it all figured out. So, yes. um, in light of us uh, millennials trying to figure out technology, <laughs> we freaking thought, why not let's go for it and let's talk about technology, mental yes. health, and maybe what's going on. Yeah, what we're seeing. So, I think Kaylin loves to start with this question um, because I think it it is a question that starts many of our podcasts and our discussions. Um, What is yours or ours or anyone's relationship with podcasts? Oh, uh, with podcasts. Yeah. With technology. So, mm-hmm. you go first. What's I go your, first. Yeah. We'll okay. Um, I often refer to, so do you remember Little House on the Prairie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's how I feel I grew up. Like, it is no joke. I did not, and I also don't know where to look now. Cause, I know. Uh, now I I'm think like, we got to be natural, but who knows? Yeah. Right, there's normally, we thing. stare at each other. Yes. Um, so, I'm uh, as we feel this out, we'll get feedback. Uh, I'm yeah. going to look at the camera and you. Yes. Or, like, I can see you through the camera. I know. So, so maybe we should, we should do it. Yeah. Okay. Focus here. Yep. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth. Um, okay, so, we were awkwardly doing this. I know. Um, uh, we did not have technology. No joke. We, my mom, still doesn't have internet. Um, she doesn't have a car, <laughs> which is okay. She was borrowing my my spare one for a while here. Um, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't even have a cell phone until I was a senior in high school. No okay. joke. And it was where you uh, pre bought minutes, yep. so you would pay twenty bucks. Maybe you got twenty minutes. And I just remember I would use up nineteen out of those 20 minutes <laughs> yep and I'd have one minute left and you could look at who called you you could look at text messages because remember text messaging was like not even a like it really wasn't a thing yeah. um and then I would then I would go to a landline if you know what those are that it's connected to your house and there's a cord because people <laughs> yes, don't know what it is that is true so I would look at my phone and then I would go and call the person uh back. so kind of you used it like a pager yeah 
<laughs> yes, but this was like, um, God, I was in high school. Um, and so I didn't even get Facebook until I was probably a sophomore in college. Again, yeah. like obviously when you're in college, then you're using computers, you're doing yeah. this stuff. But my best friend, uh, Duels, was like, Caitlin, you need to get Facebook. And I was like, what the heck is the Facebook? Yeah. Anyway, and so she set my account up. Yeah. And then that's literally kind of how technology has spiraled into yeah. what it is for me. But never had been exposed to it. Um, I didn't play video games growing up. Clearly, we didn't have that stuff. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I was never really exposed to it. So always kind of doing other things. So I've always been what I would say a little bit later to the game yeah. with it. But I'm actually sort of grateful I didn't have that exposure because what we'll talk about later with technology and today and growing up, I can't imagine if, no. okay, because my brain wasn't fully developed. I can't even imagine what I would have been posting in high school yeah. and how petrifying that would be to see that. Yeah. Um, what, what about your experience? So I think ours is probably pretty similar, but my timeline's going to be a little sooner because you were a little bit ahead of me. Yes. And so when you, we only had dial up, um, that was only, and we're still recently, I feel like it, maybe six years ago, my parents live in the middle of nowhere. So mm-hmm. Maybe they just got Wi-Fi. Um, I feel like it was, we were adults when they were able to get Wi-Fi. But so sure. we always had dial-up. I didn't get a phone, and I had to pay for my track phone when I was in eighth grade. Mm. So I had the minutes, whatever, and your T9 text, and the phone looked like a landline phone. But we had landline phones for everything, even if we had cell phones, because we didn't get service. Oh! So we always, <clears throat> and always will, have a landline phone because we can't count on service. We never had, like, direct TV or dish we only had the antenna because it wouldn't go to where my parents live. So sometimes Matt will be like, oh, did you see this show on Disney? Blah, blah, blah. Like, no, we never had that. So that's even a difference in different movies that he watched routinely. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get Facebook until I want to say my freshman year of high school. And I remember my friend Alyssa, who do- probably doesn't even, I don't really talk to her, but doesn't, maybe listens from other friends. But she literally was like, Liz, you need to get Facebook. And I remember <laughs> sitting in her house setting it up, yeah. right? And our Facebook posts were like, Liz can't believe this happened. Like this third person, like, what am I doing today? Like tracking everything. But before Facebook, we had AOL Messenger. Or MSN Messenger, whatever. Yeah. I didn't have a... So, like, my friends had it. So, I would, like, go to their house and I would see it. But can you imagine that on (laughs) dial-up? To, like, log in and, like, then you knew your message barely sent. And so, you always watch what you say Mm because mom might come by. Yeah. Yeah, but so that was my experience with technology. But I know just as me personally and my personality, like, I get um, overwhelmed with it. Because there's just so much going on, and then this, and then that, and then yeah. how do you do this? Like, when she talked about wanting to do TikToks, I was like, I cannot. Love it. But they're so fun, and yeah. right? So yes. maybe I'll get on board. Yeah. But yeah, I think that we decided technology today because we're trying something new. And then also, talking about kids and even adults that we see... Well, and how technology is playing into their mental yes. health. I think that, that no matter what age range you're at. So I my brain is fully developed. Mm-hmm. Your brain is fully developed. So we know 26, 27, well, 25 to 27 is when your brain is fully developed. Yes. So even with that, you know, and I'm working with patients who have their brains fully developed, talking about the nuances and this extra added pressure, whether they're putting it on themselves or social mm-hmm. media or different things like that, plays into their mental health. Yes. Now, the kiddos we're working with and mm-hmm. all of this, which I I think is the most prevalent is that 
I don't think technology is to blame. Like, I think technology can be utilized and if be there's great. no education. Like, right. I just think about how we had computer classes to, like, learn to type. <laughs> yeah. We had computer classes to learn to do Microsoft. Like, sure. There is, there are not, there could be, and I think they're elective classes at times, but there isn't a required class from first grade on, on different things to do. Right. And how to use the technology we have for benefits Mm -hmm. and purposeful things instead of just allowing it to kind of be this free for all where now we have these negative consequences happening. Because I remember learning about technology and if it might have been a sociology class in college, but we were learning about body image and it could have been another class, doesn't matter, <laughs> but where they took a slice of pizza oh. and they edited it too. And I'll, we might can share a link in our YouTube <laughs> when we get this started. Since, uh, these yeah. millennials yeah. are really stepping up their game over here. So it's like a screen over of somebody editing a slice of pizza to be a woman in a bikini. Mm-hmm. Right, and so, like, that's just, like, at least I knew that information, but once I knew that, like, you just look at things different, and maybe you don't take them as genuinely to heart or that comparison game, but, like, we don't even talk to kids about that. Right, right, and, like, because it takes uh, 10 years to do, like, a a valid study, right, and and something that came out of that that study, specifically about cell phones, was that um, due to brain, all of these different things, that kiddos shouldn't have a a phone until they're 14, if they're going to, like, right, and so think about that. Well, right, I have third graders, and they have to lock their phones up when they go to school, so thankfully schools do that, but just think... Now another step is I walk into school, I lock my phone up. After school, I go to the office to get it. Who has a phone? Who doesn't have a phone, right? I remember my one friends were like, um, we can't get a phone until we get a car because that should be the true reason maybe why we're needing a phone is to communicate with our parents. Sure. Um, up until, like, when if things go wrong with the car, but... Like that, like 14, yeah. And I just think of how many kids have them. And then how many kids go home and say, I need to have this. So-and-so has this or so-and-so has that. Right. It's become, I mean, on one level, I I can get it. They're in sports. They're Mm -hmm. doing this. And there's more on their plate. However, correct, I don't think that there's proper... yeah, like there are kids Facebook. There is probably kids Instagram. I don't know that for sure, so maybe I shouldn't say that. There are parental controls, but so much of it is still unknown to the adults who are mm-hmm. having their children or other youth use it. Like even think of Chromebooks and like well, let's talk. Let's roll. let's pull this full front yeah. or let's pull this full circle. Let's talk about the positives of it. Yes. So what is good about technology? One thing that I think is good is that it can keep you connected. To yes. again when it's done healthily, healthily, healthfully. Okay, let us know when it's done in a helpful or positive manner. Like it can keep you connected, so your yeah. family can know where you are, your yes. friends can, and those different things. Yes. So I think that that's a positive. Mm-hmm. What else? I would say that it just allows for children to explore more. Like, mm-hmm. right, you can be exposed to more things that are done within your general like physical community. Right. Um, which can be a positive right if used right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's a positive. And I think, like, so I don't, due to the my exposure, never being really exposed to video games, I don't fully understand. But what I will say is uh, throughout the years of working with people, I have learned so much. And, like, I, I have, like, good, bad, and ugly. Mm-hmm. But, like, the good pieces is that it can help people um, conceptualize and create things and be. And fantasize. Yes. And, and yeah. so, like, uh, done 
done in small doses, I think that that can be actually really beneficial. And you're learning about like teams and you're learning about other people. And um, again, safely done, I think could be a positive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was that self-expression, right? That there's these creative outlets that people can use in, in areas that they couldn't use them before. Yep. Yep. So. And it also, like, again, reaches a broader audience mm-hmm. and can use properly, um, lets you know that there is diversity within the world and that there's different people and they may have that same interest as you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what's good. What else could be good? <laughs> Honestly. Um, Nothing. Wait, no, no. Um, So with TikTok, you know, I have had a lot of patients Mm -hmm. at all ages find a lot of really good content on there. Yes. But again, that's been beneficial. A lot of good content on Instagram, too. Like finding good content on YouTube when, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. So it does exist. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think from a positive mental health standpoint, when you use it in a way that is going to facilitate a healthier outcome, it can be used properly. Yeah. So if you, so I've uh, patients, let's, we did body last time, yep. struggling with certain body image issues, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, finding body positivity, following that hashtag, yes. finding a person, finding, I mean, I found authors and like legitimate therapists I would have never known about had I not like, you know, done that yes. search. So I think used in the proper way, it can be very beneficial. For mental health, which we'll caveat into, I think it, it can be good. You're like, oh my God, I'm not alone. Look, yes. look at this hashtag. Mm-hmm. Look at all these people. Look, they look similar to me. They look different than me. Um, and they're all over the world. Yes. So to me, I think that that is absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the downside? Liz is just itching to talk about the I downside. I don't know if I'm itching. I just think that, like, when I think about who I am, it was so much easier to, like, and it's going to be, di- everyone's going to have a different story, but I cannot imagine if I had to be a teenager mm. right now with the amount of technology. Sure. Um, and why if you it's say that, that expectation to post, yeah. if it's that expectation to uphold or, hey, I'm not experiencing this because I know that I already struggled with those things mm-hmm. and I didn't have those right at my fingertips. I can't remember. I was listening to a lady who went off of um, all social media for a while and she was an adult our age and um, she was like, I was like, addic- like, I realized how addicted I was to it. Like, I would refresh my Gmail. She was like, like, waiting for something new to oh, come in. Yeah. And like, that could be an extreme area. But I think that that plays into that negative piece and how that yes. that then can affect your mental health. Yes. Have you not been properly trained in the understanding yourself in your development yes. and all of those stages for well, sure. Well, I think people use it as this mask, right? And so this mask can also be a way for you to falsely feel yep. that you have things. I'm going to use the word under control, but I feel like it's wrong, but <laughs> under control. When really you don't, right? Like and you're projecting. Yeah. So that's, right, another very negative, which there's a lot of research articles that are out there about that too, about how, you know, people are only showing you a glimpse. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's important and we can understand that, that you're getting a glimpse, a window, and whether that glimpse is real or not is 
not often very real, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. And so that can be very confusing as far as the messages and becoming an influencer. So yesterday I was talking with a teen and I was like, oh, she's like, well, I follow influencers. I was like, oh, cool. You know, like, what are you following? What do you like about it? Yeah. And, you know, um, and and then trying to caveat to how, well, how could you be an influencer? Like, what influence can you make, again, in a healthy way? Well, I would like to post my breakfast. Oh, fuck yeah, the poster. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? If that is going to help you. Yeah. But then I think what happens is if you haven't fully understood or processing or healing your mental health, that technology can perpetuate an image that potentially you want to see that's real or not real. Yes. And then it can actually move you further away from your healing and can be a lot more detrimental. Yes. And then even when you learn that that stuff is fake, like, okay, this person gets this endorsement. So this is why, right? Or this is an affiliate with them. This is why they're endorsing that product. Yes. It's not necessarily that they believe the product works, yes. but they're making money off of it. Yes. And if you can't comprehend that, but you see that as their reality. So this is where I always get like, I don't have anything against the Kardashians. In fact, like I think it's women making money. Like from that perspective, from a business perspective, wow. But from like a mental health perspective and like what I hear people say is like, well, I want to live like a Kardashian. Okay. Well, what steps are you know what I mean? And it actually pulls them back. I'm like, okay, but that body is all plastic surgery. Yeah. That is all, you know. But then I was reading an article recently about the Kardashians, and they were actually going on how we as a society or we've made it okay to bully them based Mm -hmm. on those things and their repetitive negative comments that are being sent to them and on those. And I hope they don't sit and read comments, but, right, you have engagement. Maybe they've hired an engagement, so there's Mm -hmm. no emotion in it. But that we've now made it acceptable because they're posting these things via social media. Mm-hmm. We've made it more acceptable to say an opinion that isn't kind or nice well, and there's no repercussion for it. Mm-hmm. And then also we haven't educated people into these, um, what do they call them? Robots? Uh, trolls, I think is oh. the term, <laughs> right? Which they're not actually real. Like, some of those accounts um, where you like your favorite memes, Mm -hmm. they have this whole algorithm figured out where they create memes and then repost things, or they have an algorithm to comment. And, like, it's not an actual person. And so I think that that's also the negative of the mental health piece of not just... I have an image, but I'm also going to portray this image and who's going to give me negative comments and how am I going to be able to manage those? And we haven't trained, like we don't, even before technology, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think that was a highly talked about piece of And I think more we're talking about the beauty standard. And so that's what I'm getting at is that like from a business perspective, if they want to go and make money and do whatever for business, hey, heck, go do it. But I think the messages culturally that we allow, right? We allow celebrities a certain status and then we say, well, because you make this amount of money you can you have to now take this um berating does that make sense so Mm -hmm. because you make this we can say whatever we want I think that that's a cultural issue but I definitely get what you're saying but like from a perspective if you are you're like oh my god I want to look like that but you okay but that's not real Real, reality yes it's not your reality that you are living in financially emotionally right and it's okay to it's okay to look up to and so I think that the caveat with that is it's okay to look up to somebody and be like oh I like I like how they look I like I love Beyonce I love Lizzo I like a lot of people do I look at them and I'm like oh I'm trying to be them No. no but I can decipher that with my brain and who I am and I'm very confident within myself but I 
have developed that over time. Now, if I was 13 years old and all I saw was that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That it could be more of a harmful thing, which I think kind of plays into what we talked about last time in that body image stuff. Yes. What else can we look at as like what's kind of a downside for technology? Oh, God. You were talking I had something, but it will come back to me and then we'll talk about that. I think that it's that there we haven't taught individuals how to read through things that are posted in technology Mm -hmm. to understand um, the validity of things, whether it's research-based items, whether it's something happening in our community, whether Mm -hmm. it's a policy, right? Um, And I think that that is negative because, right, then we have the clickbaits or the different things or you're being forced to view these things and not even knowing it. But I think we haven't Mm -hmm. educated people in a positive way Mm -hmm. um, to be able to read things and decipher that, oh, well, part of this is truthful or part of it's not or part of this is research-based, part of it's not. Well, and I just imagine if we just slowed down, you know, because it's so weird. It's like this. Mm -hmm. Come on, you have this, you have this. And it's just like we haven't fully been able, well, the pandemic might have made us slow down a little bit in some areas. Or did it make technology pick up? Well, from a cultural perspective, I was already talking about this. We went from an agriculture society to an industrial society, and now we are moving into a tech society. And that's just the truth. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not going to stop in any way, shape, or form. So are we going to solve all the world's problems? No. But I do think that we could be more effective and more efficient in how we use it because it could be this really neat source and helpful. And for people in the mental health field, it could be used properly. But if it keeps going at this pace, I mean, it's, you know, uh, I'm not necessarily sure it's going to be all in that direction that we would like to see it. Yes. But um, other negative, I mean, I also. Well, I always think of like the sexual part of it, like, right, the sexualization, but then also we have people of different ages being able to communicate more openly. We also have children who are not developed and also maybe have some traumas or generational traumas, right, where they don't have healthy boundaries and they don't realize these things yet. But it's like a much more, I'll use the word scary, like, way in which people can communicate just like that. Yeah. And I think that that really a lot of the things that we're trying to teach people is like, cool, technology is great, but with boundaries and healthy relationship, what is that? You know? Yeah, and I think people have different relationships. Like Mm -hmm. those technology relationships are different than personal face-to-face, and we don't talk about that at all. No. I don't think. No. And how, you know, depersonalized it can be um, with that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, we ordered um, uh, salad. Yeah, and so it just arrived, and so you get to see this, and this is totally going to stay in. Probably was waiting there for a while. Just listening. I know. No, I'm going to have to edit this. No, you're leaving it in. This oh, is the we're real leaving stuff. it. This is yeah. real. Okay, good. Okay. So, as you can Hopefully see, we I ordered... them enough. <laughs> Hope I, I know later. <laughs> that will be a whole nother episode, Tiffany. <laughs> Usually I'm an over-dipper, but I was like, uh... Okay. Okay. Um, that was real life. <laughs> yes. Um, and you're leaving that in so that, okay. so that everybody can laugh at it. Yeah. Um... I don't even remember technology. <laughs> um, and uh, 
the negatives that are affiliated know, with it. At? You're at agriculture. We're not going to go back to yes. it. Yes, and so it's not. Oh, it was relationships. Down. We don't teach people how to have right. healthy techno technological relationships. Right. Because human connection. So, you know, you can be so, this is the other piece, like you can be so bold over a text message, over email, over, Mm -hmm. you know, a gadget, whatever. Anything you don't have to be in person to say to someone. Right. Like how many times, even me, I've said things that I wouldn't say. But, and that's where, you know, that connection piece, I think that this is a big thing that a lot of people, that human connection and the skills that you learn by communicating, right? So remember, 60% of communication communication is nonverbal. Yes. 40% is this, right? But we can't pick up on tone and different things like the micro stuff that happens in Mm -hmm. conversations when it's through technology. So this human connection, I think, gets really missed. And I think a lot of people are just like, well, they're never going to learn this. And there's some validity to it, but I feel like we could be Okay, but you know when you go into these, that that's not a real conversation. Yes. We don't talk to people like that face-to-face. And yes. so um, it's really, again, trying to find this balance between technology, reality, and then how we're going to evolve moving forward. Yes. I don't know. Sometimes I just think of some of the stories that I hear about, like, um, being, like, tricked into sending things that you wouldn't want to send mm. Um, related to, like, your body and, like, people harassing you until you get it and not understanding. But I also think technology, like, someone can steal money from you and all of these things. Like, Watch so I think that... Swindler. Yeah, that's the negative stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it gets sensationalized and it, it is happening. Well, catfishing, right? Where did that show on MTV oh come God, from? You forgot is, about it? Oh, yeah. 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 But that stuff is real. Yes. And it happens. And it's, like... Um, if we could properly train people. It's not to say that you wouldn't have those things. No, but, but you'd like pick you up on red flags and you'd be like, oh, this is a red flag. I should value this red flag. Yes, like, right. Like, I, it takes three to six months to build a healthy relationship or at least build a foundation and be doing that and talking about what trust actually means. Like, yes. you technically don't know that person. They gave you an age, a date, uh, whatever. A but- picture, who knows, it's stolen from Google. <laughs> That's what happens, okay? Okay. Or Instagram. I have this one lady I follow. She will not put her kids. She's an influencer, so she has way too many followers, probably. She puts little hearts over the face because someone stole her whole family and edited themselves in it. Seriously? Yeah, like, right? Because that person probably didn't heal whatever they had to heal and is searching for something that's not theirs. I have to tell you, I don't get, like... I mean, from a clinical perspective, we can talk about that stuff, yeah. but, like, I don't get it. I don't I have know. time. I would, like, <laughs> the other piece, okay, I'm going back to the Tinder, Tinder Swindler, yeah, Tinder because, Swindler. OMG, like, so many clinical things. I was, like, taking notes, and I might watch it again, <laughs> because I am, like, wowza. And Did you have the DSM-5 by you? No, but I had my fucking note. I was, like, <laughs> What? Uh, hello? Uh, there was so much manipulation. There was so... And and I don't blame the women. I don't, like, I, you know, I, I get it. Like, from a clinical perspective, I can see these things. Um, and I just, I feel bad for them because I can't even imagine. Um, but so many things happen in that, right? And you've met somebody through technology, but then an unhealthy dynamic that just kept perpetuating. Oh, yeah. God. 
I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my list of things to watch. It's the best, like, hour and a half we're going to spend. <laughs> That's what she said. I keep telling all my patients to watch it, too. <laughs> Everybody. Uh, should we do a whole master's level series on Tinder Swindler? Yes. I'll have my clinical <laughs> notes, and we can talk about dating and technology yes. and how that can be Well, a like, series. is that a positive? Like, I haven't decided. Is technology, like, dating via technology positive or negative, but it probably is a caveat of like it can be if you understand these things i think it's what we make it yeah you know and and so can really can we really think that a five-year-old an 11-year-old is going to make it i mean you know what i mean like we put like if you think about that that's a lot of pressure on a little person that Mm -hmm. knows nothing they're like what oh yes hello friend oh they're on my this like you you're naturally more trusting Mm -hmm. hence why perpetrators go for younger people right one their brain's not fully developed two they're more likely to go because we've been trained and well we trust trusted adults or we do this or oh okay we don't typically understand those things and until uh, we've been violated or that yes. boundary has been violated in some way. And so I think we have to treat technology, maybe the way we treat mental health, <laughs> break some of that stigma and, you know, yeah. have some of these things in place because of what is going to happen next. Like, it yes. is not going to slow down. No, 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 no. No. And so then I think that that brings me to, I'm in a final few semesters of school and we're doing <laughs> career counseling and it just brings me into an article and a research thing that I was reading about how like we keep saying people don't want to work this generation I think one they've realized um that they don't have to stay someplace to in to make money right. or to get somewhere and so they've empowered themselves uh, based on this and jobs have changed mm-hmm. and so people are able to make money off of marketing at a much higher rate than they used to be able to but why are we why are we chastising them for taking that opportunity? Well, because it disrupts the system. Yes. So it disrupts that industrialized system. Yes. So that's the thing, is that we have to be able, those people never want to move from that because that yes. might have been their bread and butter, and they want that institution mm-hmm. to stay. But with tech, that is also evolving and changing, yes. which I think it should, obviously, with hiccups along the way. Like, that's going to happen, but yep. this is where we're moving. And yeah. so for me, it's people that aren't on board for that type of movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And those people usually have right uh, financial investment or they just are not used to change or change at this rate because it felt like it was technology, then it was COVID and now it's just technology, right? Mm-hmm. But like we didn't grow with things in general. Right. Um, and also to pull back just a second with yeah. technology and the thing that's happening, uh, not only that, but like bullying that can happen yes. through technology. So that's that other piece of like when we went to school, obviously, I mean, I was bullied, yes. you were bullied. Yeah. I don't think that anybody came out of that alive in the sense of not like that, but like I don't think anybody got away from not being bullied is basically what I'm saying to that. Real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As the salad sit behind us, and you got to see it. Um, Oh, my God. That guy's probably like, I'm never delivering to that address again. Um, But anyway, um, you can't escape it. So we used to go home 
and then cry or and do have whatever. Family or yes. Yep. And I and don't, now you don't do this, that. Yeah. Don't don't talk to them. Avoid them. But now there's that zero separation. Yes. Because whether they're creating fake accounts, whether this yes. person is doing this, whatever piece of technology, um, there's like people and then the passive aggressiveness. Yes. So people will like post things on their stories that will, I guess, this is what I was told. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess it could have happened to me, but I was like, okay, whatever. No, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> They'll post things on their stories that I guess are about that person. Mm-hmm. But not about them, and then every I remember that in high school when I was teaching. People learned so much about yeah, yeah. Kids tell you right, that's what they would do. Yeah, and Did so you then you'd go you? home yes. right as your escape. But then you can't even escape it mm-hmm. because of that piece of technology. Yes. And we are allowing our children to have it at a much younger age, mm-hmm. which is why maybe people are experiencing or thinking that children at your age are experiencing mental health and why didn't they feel it before? Mm-hmm. Well, now they're feeling it because they have this technology to, like, look at these things. Like, I just think of emails. We still as adults don't know how to send an email professionally. No one's ever talked about anything. But I just think, like, <laughs> kids are sending emails to their Gmail because they have a Gmail hooked up to their Chromebook. Like, that's nothing we had to worry about. We didn't get in high school email until you were in high school Probably until you took computer class. I think so, mine was in college. <laughs> right? But so I'm just saying, so now they have a Chromebook that they take home. They may or may not have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. They have um, these games that you can, like, actually interact with other people playing the game. Mm-hmm. Like, there is just so much that, yes. And I'm a bit, I love textbooks. So I even asked a kiddo, I was like, do you guys still have textbooks? <laughs> She's in the back of the classroom um, that, like, barely get used. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. To me, uh, there's something about opening a textbook. There's a different vibe and energy. I don't know. You turn the pages. You smell yeah, it. Yeah, but I now fucking... we have, like, Kindles, right? And so, like, even actual. I can't either. But there are people who can. And great. You can probably read more books than I can and probably have a nice little subscription. But I hope books never go away. I don't think they will. Libraries would have to disappear then and yeah. that's not happening. So we'll see what happens with technology though. Um, but I mean I think overall people dealing with mental health these generations coming up are feeling it in ways that we have never experienced and I think we have to be truthful with that. Like yeah. yes we had it and yes we experienced those things but not to the level that they are. No, Not, not in be, any way shape or form. I'd be exhausted. Like You can never turn it off. Uh, like no, well, and we can turn this, and we're not going to buy them. Or the EMF waves, or things that come from all of these technologies, and how we have some research, but not all the research, and how that right. affects us, and like just think of that effect on the brain of a child, and how different they're going to be as an adult, and mm-hmm. with how they're going to look at things. So yeah, yeah. So I think overall, just thinking about how I think it's really important. What is your relationship with technology? Yes. And I will say, I think mine ebbs and flows. I think mm-hmm. I have a decent one. I do like social media, but I well, use it. Technology has come a long way to yeah. help you. Right? You can set limits. Go yeah. in there. I have an Instagram limit. Do I usually click ignore for the day? Yeah. Yes, but it's there if you have willpower to say, okay, my time's up, right? Texting and driving, you yep. can set it where you're not I mean, not hence why we, when I do positive coping skills, it's, okay, we'll, we'll turn off your phone tonight, or we're yeah. going to do this for an hour or so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really trying to figure out how to help, you know, use the technology in a healthy way. Um, yes. So I think about, think about the evolution of your relationship with technology, mm-hmm. where you see that going. I guess if there's anything within your household that could be different mm-hmm. or, you know... Um, I love when I hear clients say we all put our phones 
friends in the fishbowl or something like that, and we sit down and we have dinner together. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important, right? From a sociological perspective, right? Having family dinners Mm -hmm. and doing those things thus then create a healthier dynamic moving forward for that individual in that family. So, like, you know, it doesn't have to be, though, that technology is bad and this is the reason. It could just be how do we move within this new changing world Mm -hmm. and still try to find a healthier way to um, use technology. And I think for parents, like, just don't feel guilty if you put a limit. Yeah. Or you take control of what's happening on that electronic you piece. You have the phone down the in the internet, kitchen. internet. Have yeah. your internet scheduled where it's set on or, hey, on Sundays if the internet shut off or you're on your game too much, right? Because those things affect them too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's structure. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, not only do we need to have kiddos uh feel comfortable about that, but then also adults feeling comfortable about that, too. I I mean, I will... Well, I just feel like some parents have said, like, I just feel overwhelmed because they have these things. And I would say addiction is a true thing. Like, but they're also in every part, in every... Thing, part of everyday part of their life, whatever I'm trying to say. And so I think parents get that guilty sense of like, mm-hmm. oh, I shouldn't be removing this, like, yeah. or I shouldn't be doing this because this is so involved, or how are they going to get their homework? They're going to get their homework done. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's an, uh, yeah, for sure. Extra added yes. layers of that tension as an adult, as a kiddo. Yeah. And then that's what I mean about like, you get to decide what your family dynamics look like. And it's not bad to have your kids playing video games or if that's how they, you know, cope, but not for eight days straight, right? Yes. Or like if that's all they're doing. Or not till two in the morning when they need to go to school and to yep. learn some other things, yeah. Right. So just again, f- figuring out what your relationship is with technology, if it's not in a good spot, change it a little bit. If it's in a decent spot, how can you evolve and grow it? If you're not even sure, just thinking about it and conceptualizing how much time. So like uh, now your iPhone, if you have one, tells you how much out of your yes. week you've spent. Mm-hmm. I like to look at that. And the reason I look at that, I'm serious. <laughs> I I do, because I'm like, okay, I spent four hours on technology. What could I have done better, Mm -hmm. right? Do I need to do those things? And so how can I make technology work for me? And I think we could start shifting that narrative if we start saying those things. How can I make technology work for my kiddo in a healthy way? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Anything else that we want to say with technology? I don't think so. All right, well, let us know how how we do (laughs) Yeah, we'll let you know how our comment below. No, just kidding. (laughs) We'll let you know how our salad tastes. Yeah, probably really good because we got interrupted. But yeah, um, we're hoping to obviously um, use technology in our favor and and, like give people what they want. So if you wanted to see our mugs, you are welcome. Yeah, Um, and we will tune in next time. Yes. Okay. Bye.